It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast. Ruthless but fair. Julia Hartley Brewer. Comprehensive coverage of all the new stories that matter to you. Harder, older, Hartley Brewer. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast from Talk Radio. A fundraiser for the Israeli University, the Technion, was forced to move venue at the last minute after staff at the Apollo Theatre in central London refused to work that evening due to an appearance by Douglas Murray. There were also protests outside the theatre and threats emailed to the staff. Joining me right now to discuss this is author Douglas Murray. Uh, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Julia. Thank good you very much. You. Always so good to talk to you. Right, I mean, this was an event moved at the 11th hour. Thankfully, not cancelled, but it was able to take place. Who wasn't happy? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. It's going to be an absolute mystery, isn't it? Who wasn't happy with you an author, uh, a journalist, speaking out at a fundraiser. Who wasn't happy about you appearing and why? Well, the event was meant to go ahead at the Apollo Theatre on Shaftesbury Avenue. It was sold out and it was, as you say, uh, to raise funds for uh, students at an Israeli university, many of whom have been uh, called up in wartime and their education has been completely disrupted. And uh, so, yes, it was a conversation uh, that I was being interviewed by the actress Louisa Klein. And uh, it was going to be a warm and happy event. And uh, a group of uh, of staff at the theatre uh, said apparently they felt unsafe about the event. Uh, then something very sinister occurred. Uh, the uh, CEO of NYMAX, uh, who is herself Jewish, um, started to get scared, it seems. She called in staff from another theatre, and one of her own staff uh, leaked the emails of the people who were going to work as ushers and uh, so on on the evening. And then they themselves uh, dropped out from fear. Uh, by this yeah. time... Had they, had uh, they, did they actually receive emails threatening them? If they appeared to that's work not at the event. clear to me that actually at the moment it, it's interesting it's nowadays as you know julia uh, in our country it seems even the threat of a threat yeah. uh, is enough to make people uh, cancel an event mm-hmm. uh, and uh, i for any rate uh, at any rate don't uh, respect that at all uh, my view if uh, if a theater receives threats uh, about an event that's ongoing there's one thing they do which is they call the metropolitan police and they say your job is to protect this venue and make sure that the evening passes off safely. Uh, But they didn't do that. They just, as cowards as they are, um, cancelled the event. 
Uh, yeah. Fortunately, and this was only last night. This was hours before Pardon. the event. Hours before the event. The idea that the theatre uh, didn't uh, wasn't prepared to stand up for the freedom of speech, which our forebears laid down their lives to ensure that we, their descendants, got is to me absolutely outrageous. Sometimes, you know, Julia, I don't recognize our country anymore. Mm. It's filled with Islamists parading around the streets praising terrorists and cowards in all positions in public life. But there's, it seems but there's to a me. very big difference, isn't there, between, you know, you're, you know, on minimum wage working in a cinema as an usher, you've been asked to go work somewhere else, you th you've been told your email's been leaked, pro Palestinians, the reports claiming that there were threats. Okay, we can't verify that. Um, and you're thinking, is this really my fight? Now, I can understand wanting to stand up and saying, no, I, this is my fight, freedom of speech. But for a lot of people, they go, no. But it is the venue, it, it is the venue, you know, owners and managers who should be standing up. We've seen this again and again, whether it's a cinema showing a film that, that, that some people of Islamic faith don't, don't like, whether it's, a, um, whether, in fact, it actually happens again and again for, for, for women standing up for for oh, our gender, our gender critical beliefs that, that the trans women are not women, and and people being, you know, again, no, that you can't be ho you can't be housed by that comedy when people just want yeah. to just say the most basic stuff that is just known to be true and basically losing the venue. This has become a common occurrence. Yes, it has, Julia. And uh, it, frankly, you know, if you work in a theatre, your job is to open the theatre, yeah. and your job is to ensure that the show goes on. That's it. Now, as you say, uh, 18, 19-year-old ushers. Now, maybe we shouldn't rely on them to be the uh, most sturdy members of society. But you know what? I do expect that, actually. I do expect people to turn up and do their job. Because otherwise, and I think this is one of the things that happened on this occasion, otherwise, all you need is some malevolent actor saying, I don't feel safe. Yep. And then the whole venue collapses and the whole uh, event is cancelled, as in this occasion. Yeah. Um, it, we've seen this at publishing houses. There was some kid at one of the publishing houses who were going to publish J.K. Rowling's The Ichabog, which is for, I think, eight-year-olds. Um, <laughs> and uh, somebody in the staff, junior member of staff, said that his non-binary friend could be affected by this. And on the basis of that, he tried to get the publishing house to drop J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I Funnily said, enough, said it, it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Amazingly. Well, on that occasion, it didn't work. But many other publishing houses actually would have caved yep. because we live in a society, it seems to me, where the kids dictate to the adults and the adults have all vacated the room. But it's only occasionally um, when there is somebody who stands up, for instance, the Dave Chappelle special on Netflix um, and, and being accused of being transphobic. Nothing he said that's remotely transphobic in any of his specials. And Netflix staff going outside and protesting. And Netflix, I think we were all surprised by this, saying, well, go and get another job if you don't like it, which is unusual and is what should be said. But the fundamental error here, though, is failure of the government and a failure of the Metropolitan Police and other police uh, uh, forces around the country to, to instantly say, we will be there in force. We will bring the riot shields. Yes. We will be there in force. The right to freedom of speech absolutely matters. Because it seems to me the only time the Metropolitan Police think the right to freedom of speech matters is if someone is shouting for jihad on a Saturday afternoon walking through right. London streets. Well, that's one of the things, Julia, that I take away from this. This is why I say I don't recognise our country anymore. I really don't. I don't know why we have given in to Islamists and terrorists. I don't know why we've done it. Why is it that Saturday after Saturday, people 
parade through the streets of London, calling for jihad, praising Hamas, praising terrorists, and clambering over and defiling our sacred war monuments. Why do they get to do that every Saturday? But I can't speak in a theatre on Shaftesbury Avenue uh, to a packed theatre, mainly of Jews. Why is it that if you call for violence against Jews day after day on the streets of London, that's A-OK with the Metropolitan Police? But if Jews want to congregate in central London, apparently it's not okay and we'll have to retreat to another venue. I'm not a victim here and I'm not claiming any victimhood. I don't believe in that. I don't care. I'm not going to shut up. I'll continue. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Can you speaking? This is my country. London is my city. And I expect to be able to do what I want in my city. But why is it that we have Hamas supporters and all these others who defile our monuments, defile our country, hate our countries, literally spit on our country week after week, but you're not allowed to show solidarity with the Jews or with yeah. Israel. It's a despicable situation. And it's come about because of a generational cowardice by politicians of all parties and by the Metropolitan Police and others. I think it's appalling because I know one thing for sure, Julia, the people who hate the Israelis, the people who hate the Jews, the people who we were watching at the moment marching through central London, they hate Britain as much yeah. as they hate Israel. It's just that Britain is first. We're all going to be next. So I'd say stand up in whichever way you can. And if you're an usher in a, in a theatre, well, you know, do your darn job. It's what you're employed for. But, but, but the idea that we have to keep giving in and that we that this society, of all societies, Julia, we used to be a resilient society in Britain. The country we were brought up in, our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, were resilient people. We don't have to show that much resilience these days. We just need to show a bit of backbone. Where is it, Britain? Where have you gone? But we gave up years ago on this. We know that the authorities, everyone is terrified of, of, of this threat. Charlie Hebdo onwards, you know, Salman Rushdie, even before then, we didn't stand up, our authorities didn't stand up. It was like, well, well don't write well, books that are going to upset 
uh, you know, people right. in Iran then. Uh, you know, well, well, don't do cartoons. Uh, when, 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 uh, when a teacher four years ago uh, uh, in a religious studies class shows in the Batley Grammar School um, uh, the images that Charlie Hebdo showed as a discussion point and then faces death threats, still in hiding four years later, the local MP... Never discussed it. Won't go on the record, won't yeah. do anything. We have oh. This happens again and again. The authorities are afraid. Why are they afraid? What are they afraid of? Oh, they're afraid of Muslims. They're afraid of Muslim extremists. They're afraid of the Muslims taking to the streets and vastly outnumbering the police, which has happened on occasion shouldn't after occasion. That's what happened. Shouldn't we take to the streets happened. then? Shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't moderate Muslims who don't, who didn't want to oh. come and live in this country or were born in this country, who don't share those values, and I like to think the majority don't, shouldn't, shouldn't we all be in the streets and say, that's it, we will not put up with this anymore? Well, I'm afraid what you call the moderate Muslims are uh, um, notable by their absence, uh, certainly notable in condemning their co-religionists when they call for jihad and much more. So I, I don't have any um, uh, particular faith in that particular uh, corner of society. Uh, but I do wonder, as I say, what has happened to everybody else? Last week, we had a Conservative MP stepping down yeah. because he said there are too many threats to his life and he just doesn't feel safe being in politics. And all these nincompoops in the Conservative Party and the other parties sort of said, oh, that's sad that that's happened. No, it's not sad. It's an outrage. It's an absolute outrage. And the police, I mean, last night in London, uh, outside the theatre I was meant to speak at, a group of Islamists uh, um, paraded up and down the streets screaming uh, through megaphones abuse at me. I don't care, but I think the Metropolitan Police ought to care. Yes. You know, and also, let's never forget, Julia, we are all being played in Britain. We are all being played. People like the ones you're watching at the moment, they wouldn't reciprocate and give us our rights to freedom of speech exactly. if they had the upper hand. Not a bit of it. These people would subjugate everybody. But they're trying everything they can now. They're pushing, as people like them always do. And I would like to see Britain to push back. Mm. I think it's high time we made it clear that we're not going to be pushed around endlessly. You know what? We have holy places as well. One of them is our war memorials, which are trampled upon week after week. You know what? I've heard enough of Islam's holy places. I've heard enough of Islam's feelings and the sensitive feelings of Muslims that dictate which films can be seen and which books can be written. Well, you know what? We're not very sensitive. I'm not very sensitive. But actually, I do have feelings as well. And my yes. society has feelings. We're and we don't like... We are a very tolerant society, but our tolerance is being used against us. We are tolerating intolerance. We need to make it very clear. As I say, if you want to live here, you have to come here to make your life here, or you are born here. If you do not share these values that we share hold dear in terms of equality, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and well, I like to think I like to think most people in this country hold those. I do worry they don't anymore, whether of whatever religious faith, equality, etc. If you don't share those values, there are lots of countries that you can go and live in who share yeah. your values. If you want to live under well, Sharia law, absolutely. if you want to spout, if you want to have those sort of controls on people, yeah. fly free. But here... Scram. Here, absolutely. these are our values. But we don't stand up for our values in this country anymore. The government doesn't stand up for it. Everyone's embarrassed. Yeah. Diversity is our strength, we're told. As opposed, no, our strength is Western liberal values, our history, our character of our nation, the fact that we fought uh, yes. for, you know, for democracy against fascism uh, and won. That, that is where our strength is. But yeah, absolutely. You know, my forebears fought Nazism. Uh, the Nazis are back. 
they're wearing green bandanas and things now. And they want to, like they did last night, chase Jews out of public spaces in London. Well, no. Not on my watch. Absolutely not. Not on your watch, not on my watch. These people should scram. They should get out. We are being taken advantage of on an historic scale. And I'm not putting up with it. And I hope that the British public don't either. Absolutely. Douglas Murray, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Um, again, you, you'll always have the power of free speech in, uh, on our station. Douglas Murray, thank you for that. Uh, Charlie Rowley, quick thought on all of that. Um, amazing interview. Douglas is um, uh, the voice of the nation and a very, very powerful uh, uh, interview there. But he's absolutely right. We've now got to call out that intolerance, or you know, so whether it's grooming gangs in particular parts of the country where people weren't uh, uh, able to speak out, whether it's, you know, what's going on in schools, you need tougher head teachers like yeah. Catherine that you talked to earlier on, or whether it's, you know, tougher people in the Home Office to deal with the, but, the asylum system. But the system vast and majority people of people, or yes. even many from political parties, kind of all agree on this stuff. They might not want to say some of it out loud because they don't want people to shout bigot at them. Exactly. But, yeah. but they actually agree on this stuff. There's no, big, there's no bigotry here. No. The bigotry is on that side. And it is exactly as you say, Wiener. We are a tolerant, open, diverse, multicultural society, but we have rules No, we don't want to be multicultural. We'll give you multiracial. <laughs> I don't want to be... No, no, no. no. Western liberal values is the, is the superior culture in the world. I don't want any other cultures here. I'm, I'm sorry. We have got to stand up for our values because in many other countries different cultures. You're not allowed to have different cultures. That's it. You know, in Saudi Arabia and Iran, you're not allowed multiculturalism. We, we ha- the reason why people want to come and live here is because of our culture. So let's protect our culture. And, and, and I accept that. But and to, to try and change it yep. in any way, um, which yeah. goes against all of the values that it's we've weird, got. It's weird, isn't it? Go to another not, country and then... Exactly. And it's finding that backbone, exactly as Douglas mm, said. It's the absolutely. backbone that we need in this country. Right, they're shouting at my ear. We have to move on. Sorry about that. But yeah, we could have gone on for the next hour about that. But The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast. Ruthless but fair. Julia Hartley Brewer. Comprehensive coverage of all the new stories that matter to you. Harder, older, Hartley Brewer. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast from Talk Radio. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.